Hello, friends. This is Taver Lee, and you are listening to Grit and Grace. We are here for soul-level conversations that will take us across the veil in mystical and magical ways. I invite you to leave what you know at the door, open your heart, and receive. If you want to find out more information, make sure you go to moontempleschool.com. And now let's get started. Well, here we are again, friends, coming out of a really big energetic portal, otherwise known as the Lion's Gate, which happened recently, and we are all feeling this reintegration period that came after the Lion's Gate, after the full moon, and actually will continue on through into fall for many of us. So I want to talk about one of the most prevalent experiences that I have seen happening in mystery school, in my communities, within myself, everywhere, really, which is this idea of surrendering, this deeper level of surrendering. Now, you might be thinking, I hear people say that all the time. I hear people in spiritual communities say that all the time, and I don't even know what you mean when you say surrender. Surrender to what? (laughs) Surrender to who? Like, what do you mean surrender? I know those questions you're feeling and asking, and we're going to talk about it today because I do talk about this myself a lot in mystery school classes, on the show, and a lot of my social media, like this idea of surrendering deeper. And I want to talk about why, how, and what happens if we're not surrendering, and how do we know that we're not surrendering, meaning where can we identify friction? And this is friction and surrendering to universal flow, divine flow, Christ consciousness, soul purpose, soul path. Any of these words can be utilized. There is also some polarity that exists when in spiritual communities we talk about surrendering because as a witch, as a practicing witch, I know that I am always co-creating. So how do I co-create and surrender at the same time? Right? It brings up a lot of kind of what might appear to be polar opposite topics, but are actually complementary and require some thought, especially when we know that we are in an integration period. I'm going to give you a couple of examples to think about. And I also want to dive into this concept of quieting the voices that play in our mind and in our lives that tell us something different then the idea of surrendering and how to identify, is that a, an actual voice like ego voice or human voice that's overpowering what my soul wishes to do, which is to sit back and slow down and pay closer attention? How do I, we identify that that's what's happening versus hearing auditory information maybe from our spirit allies or maybe from God or the goddess, whatever Whatever your your belief system is, we're talking about the source that's bigger than just us, the source that's bigger than just our human bodies or our separateness, because we're not separate. We're all together as one, yet we're going to know the truth and still respect the illusion. So quieting the voices. A lot of the voices that we hear when it comes to Being on a path of desiring something, wanting something, setting a goal for something, trying to achieve something, and it's not happening, or it's not happening in the timeline that we desire, 
those voices kick up to high gear. And it doesn't matter to me how aligned you are, how ascended you feel that you are, um, how long you've been on the path. I mean, we are still here in the 3D having the human experience. So you are human. We are going to experience these times where we feel like we're rolling that stone up the hill. And when we do that, oftentimes the voices in our head, which is often our ego or just our human experience or the lens at which we've already had challenges come up for us, gets triggered. And so it can create kind of a spiral, which is the opposite of surrendering. So I want to tell you that the first thing I'm going to suggest is if you find yourself not sure if you're fully surrendered or you're that's not even the right way to say it. If you find yourself in a situation where you are not sure of what's coming in your path next, you desire something and it's not happening, or you don't understand why something is occurring, and it feels like there's contradictions in how your intuitive gifts are interpreting it, I'm going to invite you to first go into your own stillness and silence and look at what the voices are that are speaking to you family, friends, outside sources, your own ego, and shed it. One of the most beautiful ways that I like to picture shedding my own ego voice or my own human voice that is not in flow with surrender, that wants what it wants right now (laughs) here, the way that I desire it, is to actually do a visualization exercise where I put all of those feelings and thoughts and words. And this is in my mind's eye. So sitting in stillness and in silence and putting all of those voices almost as if in my mind's eye, I'm speaking them into a pot or a bowl. I'm allowing them to come out of me and put it into the bowl. And then I explode the bowl. So I I give it up. And this happens. This happens. We have many things that we wish to experience and we may not necessarily know exactly why we desire to experience it or why we are desiring to experience something and we are not experiencing it yet in our human reality. And it's exhausting. It is exhausting to not be in a surrendered state to universal flow, meaning working against the grain And how do you know this? Well, some very simple ways that you can determine if you feel like you are not in a surrendered state to universal flow for you. You might have a lot of friction in your life. You may be unsettled. Anxiety might be kicked up. You may have sort of lost the synchronicities that have led you on this breadcrumb trail to where you are. The synchronicities might pause or you might feel like you're not connecting to your spirit allies or your spiritual gifts feel a little muted. It's a really good time when any of those things happen to ask yourself, how can I surrender deeper into universal flow? Now, as a ritualist, I am always going to build a ritual around honoring whether or not I'm fully surrendered. And trust me, when I say that this is a lot of what the collective is experiencing, that includes me. (laughs) I am as well experiencing how can we surrender to a deeper level? How can we look at what has occurred? And I'll I'll give you an example. There is one of the students in mystery school who is such a beautiful soul, does an amazing work, like an amazing, um, has an amazing career path in her work. And she is profoundly gifted and she is 
a leader and she is smart and she is aligned. She is intuitive. She has all of her gifts turned on. And there was a situation that came up recently in her life that was very challenging. And she has tools and knows the tools on how to address this challenge. And yet there was an anxiousness on wanting to ensure that the outcome of the situation was what she desired. She desired it so much to where she wanted to create rituals and spells and create the outcome of her desire. Yet, and yet, when we are in universal flow, we can hold the intention of our desire and release it to the highest good for ourselves and everyone involved. When we do that, then a whole bunch of new doors open of possibilities that could take place. That's where magic happens. So we, this particular student and I did a ton of work together to release expectations of the outcome. Stay aligned? Yes. Manage your energy? Yes. Hold the desires and your intentions in your visual field, in your body. Hold those feelings? Yes. And then let it go. Sounds easy, right? (laughs) Not easy. It's not easy which is part of why we do this work on this path. And if you're listening to the show, then you have likely at some point in your life come up against this, especially for those men and women or non-gender identifying individuals that like to set goals that are like goal crushers. And I know that I've talked about this before because I am a business planner. So in my business, I have my year 2023 is already well under works of being planned. I have goals associated to it. I have action items. I create what I desire to experience. And yet I also know that I have to let that go because if I limit myself in that box and I'm not surrendered, not only am I closing many doors of possibilities, but I am also not staying in flow. Because I think that sometimes even creating the goal, even the process of evaluating where you're at and where you want to go, that is actually the work. What you've created or written down and what will be after that less important. The importance of coming into alignment of what you desire and why. That's the piece that matters. How you anticipate it coming to fruition matters less. Again, some contradictory themes here when it comes to principles of manifesting. You hear all the time in communities and spiritual communities and witchcraft communities that you have to know what you want first, most important, and and then create something around it, visually see it and believe it and bring it into your body and feel it and hold that feeling as if it's already happened. And here I am coming in to tell you that once you've brought that feeling in your body, then you release expectation of the outcome and you trust. That's what surrendering means. Trusting to universal flow, trusting to everything in your highest interest is always happening. Trusting that that curve in the road that just happened in your life that took you down a completely different path that makes no sense to you, that actually makes you feel sad or upset because you thought you were going to go left and now you're going right and it feels like it's out of your control. And so you're hanging on to that left path, just desiring to get back onto that other side of that path, but you're way over here already. Then you're resisting. And here's the thing is most of the time when we are steered in a different direction, especially if you're doing the work, if you're on the spiritual awakening or witch awakening path and you're doing the work, you know that magical things are always possible. 
And when we look back five years ago, four years ago, three years ago, two years ago, anywhere back, we can see how we were led along the path to get to where we are right now. Yet, when we hold the vision of the future, we're like, okay, I want it to be this way. I'm going to put the breadcrumbs down. This is the way it's going to be. I'm getting there. Knowing, even knowing that where we got, how we got to where we are today didn't go that way. It's it's like that meme you see often around that to get from A to Z is not a straight path. It's like all these spikes, curves, circles, roundabouts getting there. And that's the truth. And so surrendering is a hard topic. And for a lot of people, it is... Uh, it triggers a lot of shadows around control and safety and security because we feel better taking risk, making change, going big, being our fullest self when we know what the outcome will be. Then we feel safe. Surrendering means you're going to do it anyway, even though you don't know what the outcome is, even if that feels unsafe. I like to say that when I start to feel fear around a big decision, we can look at Witchfest, for example, or hosting the first witch rave that we recently had. These are really large events in this community, in my community, and you know, nationally doing this type of work. And there is, there is no set outcome of what will be on the other side. Not only has it triggered a lot of fear in, in myself and, well, how will this flow into the communities? How will this be perceived? How will my family respond? How will other individuals in my community see, feel seeing me do rituals on stage or see me participating in a witch rave and leading rituals and taking people onto the other side of the veil? All of these things trigger definitely lots of fear. And I know that the moment that fear is triggered in me, that I'm to pay closer attention. I'm to pay closer attention to my own alignment and my own ability to fully surrender, knowing that I don't know what's on the other side, but that I trust that I'm being guided and led step by step. So journal prompts for you. If, if this has piqued your curiosity and you're not sure where you're sitting at on the surrender spectrum, I invite you to use the journal prompt is, am I surrendered to universal flow goddess flow, God flow, soul flow, whatever you want. Am I surrendered as deeply as I can be or am I holding on to what I think the outcome should be? And journal on that for a while. You can take it topic by topic or you can take it in sections of your life such as relationships, job, projects, passions, family, neighbors, any of these topics you can journal on this and there will be areas where you will identify that, oh, oh, I have, I have an expectation that this relationship is going to be this particular way for as long as I say it's going to be because that's what I desire. So I'm going to put rituals and spells around it to hold onto it and bind myself to it, even though doing so may not be in your best interest. And are you surrendered enough to trust that you are safe and you are being guided? I like to say that one of the best things that we can do is only ask for support from our spirit allies for the one next right step. That's it. Just give me the one next right step. Everything else I am going to release. The outcome of this project that I'm working on or the outcome 
of this desire that I have, I am going to release the expectation of what that looks like. And instead, I am going to trust that I will know what I need to know when I need to know it. Mm. That was really what I wanted to talk about today because I know that as we're in this integration period post Lionsgate and full moon that many of us are, we have created big intentions of what we desire. We have created different ways that we wish to live our lives. We are, we have created change. We have literally birthed new possible portals of potential in front of us. And yet what we tend to do is when we birth something really spectacular that we know we want, we see it and we want it, then we hold on to it really tight in hopes to get to the other side in the way that we want. And what I'm telling you today is surrendering means how about looking at each day of experiencing that portal of potential that you've birthed as the point. Maybe just that itself was the point. Maybe just experiencing that you have the ability to create portals of potential is the outcome. Maybe that's all that it was. And for those of you who work with a lot of psychic visions yourself or with others as I do, I'm also going to bring in this little caveat in here, which is, yes, we are seers, feelers, and knowers as those of us that have all of our spiritual gifts accessible to us. And yet we're still not meant to know everything, even for myself. It's really quite funny. I get asked every once in a while, someone will say, well, you're a seer and a psychic, so how come you don't know everything that's coming for yourself? And I just chuckle because that would be, that would take away the entire point of having this human existence. That would take away the entire point of being a spirit in this human body. Yes, I have access to the spirit world, but yet I'm also not meant to know it all, not even for you and not for me. We're given that one next right step when we need to know it both for myself and when I do readings for others. And it's always a snapshot in time at what we see in that particular moment. And because we have free will, the change that I make, even maybe in recording this podcast, could change the entire outcome of a situation that I have just from speaking these words. So everything is in motion all the time. And if everything is in motion all the time, and we know that everything is changing... And we know that we are co-creating our experience based upon how aligned we are. Then we know that what's on the other side of what we desire is not necessarily going to come from pushing harder and faster. That's like swimming upstream in a river. You do that long enough and you're going to be tired. It's going to be so tiresome. You're going to need more sleep. You need way more work to get to the other side and then just decide, okay, I've, I'm done. I'm done fighting against the, the flow. Instead, I'm just going to float. So this is what surrender is, float and trust, even though it might feel like it might feel scary. You might lack safety at what's around that corner that you've just now been thrust on that you were not expecting. What's on the other side? Surrendering means trusting that you know When you get around that corner, you'll know what you need to know, that you're supported, that you're guided, that it's possible to hold the vision of what you desire and also release it to be amazed by magical ways of getting there. So I invite you to dive into it. I'm going to be diving into this as we prepare to go into the five days of crossing the veil, which 
I don't know when this show will be released, but the five days of Crossing the Veil, I believe, starts September 12th. I'm going to be leading you in journey space every day for five days. It's going to be a little different than the other five days. They're the five free days we've done this year because it's not going to be homework and worksheets this time. It's going to be an, an experiential process. So feel free to join me. We will put the link in the show notes to register. And if this one has passed, make sure you go to moontempleschool.com to look up all the information for Witchfest for whatever is coming next and get involved because we are an open community available to you whenever you are ready. And I will talk to you again soon. Thank you for joining us today. On any of your favorite listening apps, we would really appreciate a rating and review. And if you're looking for more information, make sure that you go to moontempleschool.com and you can find us there.